Here we are. Welcome to another episode of the Dog on It Trucking Podcast. My guest this week, Mr. Chris Atkinson. How are you, my friend? I'm great. I'm great. It's great to be on here. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. When you and I haven't chatted in, I got to think, a couple of years or maybe longer. Yeah, I, it's, it's been a while. Um, and that marks my uh, several years now in the in the industry i I guess the freight tech industry but uh trucking trucking more broadly for maybe five years now well yeah you i mean you started out with an eld uh developer manufacturer i'm not sure well yeah we started out trying to actually to go back and tell the whole story we started out trying to offer a real enterprise grade solution to the largest trucking fleets in the in Canada, and that solution was a hub and multiple sensors. And because it was a hub and multiple sensors, uh, you were able to do things that other solutions weren't able to do with this hub. So you could measure up to eight zones wirelessly in a trailer. You could handle tire pressure sensors. You could embed a fax machine into your truck very easily. So stuff that you wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Create a hotspot on that vehicle, and after having uh, built that built that out and, and looking at the industry and chasing after large enterprise contracts, the ELD mandate was announced in 2015. And it had taken about 10 years for the industry to get to about 30%, 40% penetration on telematics products. And that ELD mandate meant that it was going to jump within two years to 100. So just those numbers again, it took about 10 years for about 40% of trucking companies to have some kind of telematics product. And then it was going to take two to get the next 100. So it was a gold rush. So like, if you were in the business, opting then to sell an ELD was uh, just a really obvious choice. Um, and that's why, we, uh, that's why we started going after that. But our ultimate goal was to build a, a freight marketplace on top of our ELD subscribers. Yeah. Okay. Can you say that again? Your ultimate goal was? To build a freight marketplace on top of our ELD subscribers. So we looked at the freight market. Uh, it, it kept becoming true that when we were trying to expand our, our product in the telematics space, people would want features that were more focused on improving their ability to optimize revenue per mile, their ability to source freight opportunities, manage freight opportunities, even embedded in a telematics solution. And what was really clear was if telematics data was this missing link that a lot of um, these freight management and uh, you know load sourcing products didn't offer. So we thought, okay, well, if we can sell a low-cost ELD, um, we can build this freight marketplace on top of it, and, uh, and and that's what's going to drive real value for these fleets. That's what's going to help reduce empty miles. That's what's going to uh, help people better identify what routes and um, what load selection is most optimal for their fleet. And that's what we, you know, we're going after at the time, uh, which is actually not what we do now, by the way, but uh, that's, uh, that was sort of how we got to where we are now. Yeah. All right. Well, what is, what is fleet ops? This is the name of the company. You are, what's your position at fleet ops? Let's start off I'm with the CEO. that. Yeah. So, I'm the CEO. The CEO or CEO? CEO. Yes. CEO. And yeah. what is fleet ops? Well, we match truck drivers or shipments using vehicle data and artificial intelligence. That's your one liner. 
Um, we partner with ELD companies and build freight matching solutions inside of their ELD product. So I can't name you know everyone that we're we're partnered with. I actually I actually can't name anyone we're partnered with, but there, there's a bunch of these ELDs in the marketplace that also supply a, a load board attached to their ELD. And um, in some cases in the market where you see that product, it's it's actually uh, owned and operated by Fleet Office. And so tell me exactly, or not exactly, but tell me a little bit more about Fleet Ops because I don't understand the concept. I used to be a dispatcher way back when. Are you helping me get loads for drivers? Yes. Yes. So, in, in fact, if you look at the suite of load more products, so if you look at um, like a load link or, or a DAT, um, what you might find as a dispatcher is, Okay, so you're sitting down at the beginning of your week, you have uh, 20 trucks and you've got, you know, 30 loads that you have to move this week across those 20 trucks, maybe more, maybe less. And you're trying to identify which truck is most appropriate for which shipment. You're trying to do this in a way that is optimizing for revenue per mile or optimizing for profit per mile. So, so doing this in the most elegant way possible. And then you're also managing all of the edge cases that occur along the way. So someone's late, someone, you know, someone's held up um at the shipper someone is uh you know trying to find some kind of backhaul opportunity that saves you the cost on empty miles um so a if you're a dispatcher you're using a telematics product you're using the eld and you're going to track your drivers using that eld but if you have a fleet ops solution embedded into that product embedded into that eld you're also going to see what freight opportunities you should access what freight opportunities you should execute on um, instead, uh, or, or, or in addition to ones you're already executing on. So we help with two things. One is optimization and one is just sourcing additional loads. Um, probably to put it more simply, we run load boards. Uh, we run a network of them. Um, we have a bunch of them uh, live and in the market. And uh, a, a differentiator with those is that they leverage the data from your fleet and they uh, also work closely with dispatchers. So it's not just... Um, sourcing loads, it's also handling a lot of that uh, workflow uh, aspect of that. So, okay. Some of this conversation went way over my head. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're a load board. We're a load board, Chris. Like we, we, and, and we have a bunch of load boards. I, you know, I, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we run, we run uh, several load boards in the market, and uh, those load boards are, they can be found inside your ELD. Um, that's what we do. Yeah. So let me say it in my words, and then you can say it in the correct technical words. Um, you you take a bunch of data from load boards, so you know where all the yeah. loads are. You got the GPS data in the information, so you know where all the trucks are uh, for my company. You do you know how many hours are left on that driver? Whether he can meet the the deadline of that load being delivered, things like that. We do. So you're making my dispatch job a lot easier for me. Are you also making more profit for the company? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to find, there's a couple areas where that works, but, um, and there's a couple ways you might want to talk about two main ways are, uh, helping you proactively identify backhaul opportunities, a, and then B helping you identify when, if the spot market freight or if a spot market load is preferable to one you have committed to, 
um, you know, when you should take that action, when you should, um, you know, look at that opportunity. See, now you're talking a little more my language. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you got to remember, I'm a safety guy. It's been a, um, a number of years since I was last in dispatch. I used to dispatch, but it, God damn, it's been a long time ago. And, uh, you know, I, I think we used um, pencils and erasers the last time I dispatched. Certainly, I, I don't know if you're old enough to know about the card system. That we used I know to about it. it. Yeah, I, I do know about it. Uh, I remember when we were first building the product, uh, I, I spoke to a lot of industry veterans who spoke about how fantastic the card system was and, you know, how, like, actually a lot of this new technology that, you know, people, uh, there's some nostalgia about the card system. They were like, you need to recreate the card system, but digitally, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure you need to recreate the card system. Because the the flaw of the card system, the way I see it, is it's only the loads that I personally knew about or the loads that were given to my company to move. Yeah. Where you're doing it much more efficiently. You're taking uh, not just one load board, but several load boards and allowing me to pick. And this is, I'm, I'm imagining this is the way you do it. You would now allow me to pick the best um, load for making my truck the most efficient and cost effective that we can possibly do it. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can actually show you some stuff. Um, I don't know if that's something you typically do. Sure. Um, you are okay, great. So uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to uh, just recreate some screens for you because I have to, you know, take out some information, but this is really exciting. There's uh, imagine the load board experience that you're familiar with. Right. And, take a look at this. So in the screen you're looking at now, you've uploaded the freight that you know you have to take care of this week, right? So you've got a, a several loads or you know, a bunch of loads that you have to take care of this week. So you've uploaded that to our system, either through your TMS or through a CSV or through just tender files, whatever it may be. And our system is then indicating which loads are most appropriate for which drivers in your fleet. Like it's creating routes, it's creating schedules. So that job that you have as a dispatcher, that card system, um, this is taking that freight and then it's helping you allocate it, helping you plan it. Now I want to point out to, um, if, if you can see here under, uh, can you see my cursor? Yes. So see where it says C2 recommendations. So this is showing you two alternatives to the load that you've already selected. And then underneath this person's name, you have uh, when they're working, you have their vehicle type, you have their preferred rate for, per mile, how, many how much time they have left uh, in their shift, how much time they have left in their cycle. And I want to point out to something else here, which says optimize, right? It says optimize return. Now that means um, this particular driver in your fleet they, generally speaking, want to come home uh, as often as possible. So you're not optimizing for following the money. Um, you're optimizing for some sort of return trip. I, I want to show you a couple other screens here. So one is you can move um, different drivers to different uh, sort of lanes or different schedules. And then here, uh, you're seeing the ability for you to just select and approve uh, what what loads have been built out by this sort of optimization system. And here's sort of the load board part. So if you look here, 
you have a back hall that's empty, right? You can click right. that section and then you're going to bring up uh, several different load options from the open market uh, on the right-hand side that you can then select. So then you can you can very easily fill in, um, you know, what are those gaps in the existing schedule uh, that are going to just improve operations for the fleet. So we're using ELD data, we're using fleet data, we're using your existing uh, shipments to help you plan, but also to help you uh, identify what opportunities in the spot market exist. We're sourcing those for you. Uh, and we've got a lot of a lot of great partners, uh, you know, like uh, actually, I, I, I'm not even sure which of our partners I can mention. LoadSmart is one of them. Uh, LoadSmart is one of our partners that I can certainly mention. Um, and some of the other uh, large digital brokerages that you would be familiar with, we can, uh, yeah, you are, you'll find that freight in our system. So a lot of what you do, I call it white label or brown paper bags. Um, yeah. Well, you're, when I worked in the insurance industry, um, one of our sister companies was exactly that. They were... Um, their name was never mentioned, but they were the supplier of the service. Right. Uh, so yeah. fleet ops is similar in that you're supplying the service, but you are integrating with uh, different different um, ELD providers. Are they your main source? Yeah, that's right. So ELD providers um, were white labeled. And then on the other side of the marketplace, the broker side of the marketplace were fleet ops. Like we go to market and we sell our services and we, we sell this, you know, aggregated capacity package to, uh, to brokerage firms. Yeah. Okay. So if most of my listeners and viewers are trucking companies, so if I'm a yeah. trucking company and I wanted to take advantage of fleet ops, what would I have to do? You would have to be using uh, the ELD of one of our partners. Uh, you'd have to go using one of our partners' ELDs. Like you, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't be able to access fleet ops at least today. I mean, this will change, um, but you wouldn't be able to access fleet ops as, as as fleet ops. You'd have to be using one of the products. Um, so, I would phone that, my ELD uh, provider and say, "Do you um, have access to fleet ops?" Well, it's white labeled, so they wouldn't necessarily say that they uh, they can they can or can't give you access uh, to fleet ops. But one thing you should do if you want access to these features is tell your ELD provider that you want access to fleet ops. Uh, <laughs> they won't tell you if you have it or not. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if you want access to it, that's, that's one way to get it for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was the ELD provider, if I had an alternative to it, because as a salesperson, I would say, well, why do you want such an item? Okay, well, here's our solution. Right. Uh, they, yeah, they're not going to say, hey, this is fleet ops. Uh, they might. Yeah. Uh, but as you say, you've white labeled it so that they don't have to. They are offering right. the solution. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. What? There's only one, um, uh, I'll say, uh, like keep trucking's loadboard experience is keep trucking's loadboard experience. Like we have we have nothing to do with it, um, and that's uh, th that's also sort of just an indication of the fact that um, this is more becoming table stakes. Like a lot of ELD providers, um, you know, if they're not thinking about building something out like this, um, 
I, I think that they they probably should be. It's going to reduce your customer acquisition costs. It's going to increase your retention and, and, and your, your lifetime value of your customers. And uh, we also have uh, lucrative revenue splits with every ELD provider that we, uh, we work with. So it's... It's it's a uh, it's a great package to take advantage of. That's going to help ensure that you're uh, you remain differentiated in the market and competitive in the market. Well, I mean, we both know that trucking companies uh, don't typically make ten, twenty, or thirty percent in profit. So, yeah, anything that adds to the bottom line is huge in trucking. Yeah. I, I, there is a uh, there's a magic beans crisis in trucking. I you know and uh, there's sorry uh, say that again. There's a magic, a magic what? beans crisis. <laughs> it's a magic beans crisis. So I, I think a lot of trucking companies have been sold the magic beans. Like this is the solution that's going to solve all your problems uh, multiple times. And for that reason, it's really hard. Uh, for a, a trucking company or a, a, you know a dispatcher or you know any operator to look at a new solution without any level of skepticism, um, and you know to those folks I say, being in Toronto has been a huge advantage for us. We've been able to recruit some fantastic AI engineers from the University of Waterloo. We've got access to really valuable data. Um, but still, that's you know that might that may or may not be enough for you. You just have to try it out. But I think the main point I want to make here is, um, it's nice to say that you can add that value, but you, you've got to prove it. Um, and uh, we're, we welcome the test, but uh, we also know that there's a very healthy level of skepticism in this market because there's been a lot of uh, vaporware and sort of uh, less than fantastic technology solutions in the market for sure. Oh, well, I mean, I, not to compare this to an ELD solution, but there's been, um, you know, most recently, that's the most recent thing I can think of is the ELDs, and it's been terrible. Yeah. Um, there's been some outstanding ELD suppliers, and mm -hmm. then there's been way too many other ELD suppliers. Yeah, I mean, what is self-certification, right? Like, that's uh, that's ludicrous. And uh, I, I think it's caused a lot of problems for a lot of people. And you're seeing more enforcement now, which is good. Uh, but uh, there's a ton of ELDs out there that are, they don't have the required backing to ensure that they're, they're able to, um, you know, prop up the customer support that uh, a lot of these drivers need. And, prop up the like efficacy of this solution that, that a lot of drivers need. Um, and that's challenging if you're in the market. Your strategy, if you are operating one of those ELDs, is to sell it at low cost. And if you're a driver and you're price sensitive, then that becomes a very obvious uh, decision for you. And uh, you know it's going to be true in many cases that that low cost solution is fine and that it works really well. But there definitely are some operators out there that are you know, providing something that uh, is going to be less helpful to you. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting when the Canadian mandate comes in and all the ELDs have to be uh, certified uh, to do what the government wants them to do. So, yeah, well, ca Canadians love regulation. So I, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll go different for sure. Well, it's <laughs> going to be fun. Um, but 
So fleet ops, what else do, I've never heard of this service before. What else should I know about how your service, uh, even though it's white labeled, how can your service assist me? Well, I, you know, I, I want to touch on another thing, which is uh, one way we look at the market is about like democratizing access to freight. So if you're, uh, if, if you're a trucking company that doesn't yet have access to some of the larger brokerages, if you're not yet onboarded with them, if you're not yet familiar with them, if you don't have a relationship there, um, we will forgive the term broker that relationship will help you get onboarded with them, will help you gain access to that freight. And another great thing is a lot of this more valuable freight that you would be seeking in the market, you'll find in, in these applications. So just, just the opportunity to source it is, is important. And then another critical thing is our ability to make recommendations. So we, uh, we're using this data to, to help take that, uh, you know, cognitive load off of the dispatcher a little bit and help uh, identify when, where, why you should select that opportunity. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I, I try to try to keep it simple. Like we're a we're a low board, we're a good one, uh, we're easy to use, and we've actually done some work to make it fun to use, um, which we you know we haven't seen some of these other systems do and. Uh, yeah, we'll also help them plan things out. Like we're a, we're a great tool. Well, there's a couple of things. Like mo most, unfortunately, in a lot of trucking companies, uh, the dispatcher is the least trained person in the whole company. And so it sounds like your solution really helps that individual make much better decisions. Yeah. No, it's um, it's it's true. Some dispatchers are, uh, you know, they'll they'll be more familiar with, uh, you know, some root optimization tools and some optimization tools out there. But the majority don't have access to those tools. The majority don't have access to uh, that technology, and uh, it's it's a really hard job. Like the market is moving, the trucks are moving. Um, you're having to juggle problems that arise just that day, and you're also having to deal with the, uh, you know, the multivariate problem, which is trying to, uh, you know, send these trucks on the right route and send them like with the right freight. Like it's, it's actually impossible uh, for a human being to do perfectly, unfortunately, like because of all the things you have to consider. Uh, it, you know, you. You just can't do it. You, it's not the the human brain is not uh, capable of downloading all those factors and analyzing all those factors, uh, and that's why like solutions like this are necessary uh, and uh, can help with that. I think it's awesome because anything that can help. Well, I think of it from a driver's point of view. If you if your solution is going to help me one make more money and get me home when I want to come home. I'm all, like as a driver, um, I'm all for it. And as a dispatcher, if I want to keep my driver turnover low, I've got to satisfy my driver and yeah. get my driver to make money and get my driver home when he wants to come home. No, indeed. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, or you'll be, uh, you'll be every driver's least favorite dispatcher. So, right. Yeah. So if this solution is going to help me meet my objectives of keeping my drivers happy, it's going to reduce my turnover, which is another source of saving money. And your solution sounds like it optimizes my trucks so that I can make more profit per mile. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it sounds pretty awesome. I wish I was a dispatcher again. <laughs> No, I don't. I love my job. How how long were you a dispatcher? Oh, God, two or three years. Okay. I mean, I go back far enough that EDI was the acronym. And I can remember one day sitting in dispatch when the internet went down and we got all of my information from my one customer. They were in Vancouver. I was in Brampton. And at three o'clock in the afternoon, that's when I got tomorrow's deliveries. And my wow. internet went down at 2.30. And, you know, I had all my trucks waiting for this. I had to do my dispatch. I was there until about 10 o'clock that night because by yeah. the time it got all up and running, and because I, I couldn't just say we're not delivering tomorrow. No. Um, but anyways, that's how long ago it was. EDI, I don't know if that's a term that's even used today anymore. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's not gone. <laughs> okay. It's not gone. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's a really tough job also because you have to deal with the information requests from the other side of these transactions. Like you have to deal with the information requests from the shipper or from the broker, whoever you're working with, and that's that's really challenging. You're now dealing with you know drivers who are um, you know maybe reluctant to be babysat. And you're dealing with uh, maybe shippers or brokers that you know want to babysit that shipment or, or you know need a lot of information from you so that they can you know, appropriately communicate to whoever. So not only are you planning, but you're also handling all this back and forth communication as a as a um, you know middle person. And like with, with the solution, like this one, I should mention, like you're also handling that because the ability to very quickly and easily send updates, the ability to very quickly and easily handle back and forth documentation, like all of that stuff. Well, it, it just sounds like what helped me as a dispatcher do my job because we know in trucking things happen every day. Indeed. You know, my load gets canceled. Well, I planned on that. I built my whole route for this driver yeah. around that one load and all of a sudden it's gone. How do I satisfy my driver now? No, so, I, I, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you're on the hook for that, right? It's 100% your fault that that load was canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always is. Um, yeah. yeah. Chris, so. anything else that you want to have out there in the world? Did we cover everything? Because I had never heard of fleet ops before. And I, as I say, being removed from dispatch, um, right. I was very curious as to what the heck all this is about. Yeah, I mean, that's partially deliberate, um, but if you're a broker, uh, we can help you move freight. And if you're a carrier and your ELD doesn't have a low board solution, tell your ELD provider to talk to fleet ops. Um, but other than that, I don't, I don't have anything else. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. I hope you loved the show as much as I did. Please leave us a like, a thumbs up, a review, a comment, a rating, if it is in your heart. Thank you so much. And I do really appreciate your time. And join us again next week for another 
exciting interview.